KYW Original Podcasts. For more stories about the coronavirus pandemic in Philadelphia, subscribe to KYW In-Depth on the Radio.com app or wherever you listen to podcasts. The coronavirus pandemic from KYW In-Depth. I'm Matt Leon. Time to look at the economic news of the week. What do we make of the new unemployment numbers? How will the new federal legislation pass this week work? Why are we talking about states filing for bankruptcy? We try to answer these questions and more as we check in again this week with David Fiorenza, Assistant Professor of Practice at the Villanova School of Business. Give a listen. All right, first question, David. I feel like every week we kind of start and with the unemployment numbers. We had another 4.4 million this week. It's an astronomical number on its own, but a couple weeks now it has come down a bit. Is that number about what you thought? It was, and I'm starting to see a trend downward from a high of 6.87 million at the end of March. Um, So the last three to four weeks it's been decreasing. I hope that trend continues. And it's also been decreasing for the state of Pennsylvania as well. So I hope there is some light at the end of the tunnel for all of this. But right now, doing some back of the envelope math, reading some things, regardless of what the... Are we looking at an unemployment rate right now, like 20%? I don't have the official numbers, and I always like to wait for the numbers from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, not only for the United States, but for Pennsylvania. But I think you're looking at at least 20%, yes. Do you have concerns with now, I think it's 26 million people out of work as a result of this, of the, the financial aspect of the unemployment benefits? Uh, is there enough number to cover this, even with them shoveling more money onto the pot? Well, that will be uh, something we'll have to take a look at to see if that is going to occur or not. Uh, I know the federal government is trying to do everything they can with Band-Aids and fixing this problem uh, because we've never been through this before. However, I don't know if if we can continue to be able to just come up with money and plans through Congress and getting them signed by the president, although we do want to make sure that people are able to pay their bills and are able to feed themselves and, and uh, still be able to live in their apartments and homes. Uh, right now, the city of Philadelphia has probably 40,000 people in the bar, restaurant, industry alone who are waiters, waitresses, and anybody else that works in the back rooms, the front rooms. And that's a concern if all those jobs are not going to be brought back this year or even next year. Uh, the, the latest stimulus package passed this week. Uh, I, it's obviously a huge package, I think half a trillion. Have you had a chance to glance through it? Uh, is it much different from the last one, or is it just kind of extending more money? Well, it's doing a couple things. It's it's extending more money, but now I see that there's a lot more uh, restrictions on it because of all the things that occurred with large companies like Shake Shack and others and universities such as Harvard receiving money and then having to give it back. There's a little bit more restrictions on this process that is supposed to go to what we call local businesses, those types of shops that may not be franchised or those types of restaurants that are owned by somebody who only has 20 employees to 50 employees and you know something like that needs to be taken care of right away and i'm hoping this package will do that at least be a band-aid for a few weeks and that was kind of my next question is it big enough or are we just kind of in a a place here where we're going to have one of these packages every couple weeks just kind of focused in a different direction 
Well, I hope we don't go that route because it reminds me of, of people who go to casinos and, and gamble. If they run out of money, they're going to be looking for other areas to try to go back and gamble. Um, maybe not at that casino, but somewhere else. I know the Federal Reserve still has a few tools left in them, and I know that I know the president and the Congress seem to be committed to making sure that people have money for the next couple months. I also believe uh, you'll see more and more states looking to reopen slowly, things like construction, things like um, other services, because we need to get some of the people back to work right away and then others eventually. Uh, I noticed the durable goods numbers for March were way down and even the non-durable goods. So things like buying appliances, electronics, and even shopping for small household items that we buy every couple of weeks, like light bulbs or other kinds of things, uh, all those purchases had been down greatly. When this all started, you heard a lot of talk from pundits about the, the hope that this would be a V-shaped recovery, a big downward slope, but then a big, a big back jump up close to where we were. Are we... Is that still feasible, or the more information we get, is it not really possible to look that in that direction? I try not to look at and analyze what science uh, doctors and other people are doing in that realm. I try to analyze, uh, hope for the best, expect the worst scenario in terms of when we can get some people back to work and when we can get others back to work. If we already have part of our economy opened up for pharmacies, grocery stores, gas stations, um, I think we, if the American people want to get back, they want to get back to work and they want to do it. I know places like retail uh, can open up. It doesn't mean that people are going to be walking through stores for hours. It may be curbside pickup. So that at least you're getting a partial portion of your employees back in the stores. Uh, that is my main concern, is our retail areas such as King of Prussia, the Lancaster outlets, suburban squares, those kinds of uh, areas. My concern is, can we get some of the workers back and can we get some confidence back in the, in the American buying public to go out a little bit to buy retail and still do it in a safe manner? One of the things that turned my head this week, uh, you heard the Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell when talking about aid to state and municipal governments that maybe uh, states should declare bankruptcy in place of getting federal aid. What would that look like? Well, there's going to be a lot of discussion on that. And, and I understand uh, from what, what I could tell, uh, Mitch McConnell could have phrased it differently. He could have said, we're going to take a look at every individual state, those who have deficits, those who have surpluses. And those that had deficits, why do they have deficits? Was it because they were mismanaging their funds in prior years? Those who had surpluses, do they need as much as, as they're requesting? So I don't sure, I'm not sure if you do want to go into bankruptcy. I know the rating agencies won't like it. The credit agencies won't like it. Uh, all the pension fund companies and banks uh, and, and all the liabilities of the companies are not going to like it either to go into bankruptcy. I know the retirees of public sector won't like it either. Does that mean they're going to reopen all the contracts of people who, who are retired police, fire, EMS, 911 people? Uh, I sure hope not because uh, what pensions they deserve, they deserve. So there needs to be a plan to take a look at all or nothing. Either we help municipal government or we don't help municipal government. Is there precedent for municipal bankruptcy on a large scale? 
There, there had been municipal bankruptcies in the past in various states and various cities. And the bankruptcy in general has to deal with reorganizing your, your debts. Uh, now, I think a lot of state and local governments, before they go into bankruptcy, can look at their debt levels. And since interest rates are so low, some of them are already taking advantage of what we call a refinancing. In, in the municipal market, we call it refunding of your debt to get a lower debt interest rate. And so you're paying back your interest at a lower rate. Those kinds of things help in the millions of dollars for large cities and for states and even for local municipalities. I've been involved in lots of refundings that could save anywhere from 100000 to a $1 million a year in interest costs for a local municipality. You, you're plugged in with so many different people. Are there conversations about what kind of a half-speed economy would look like, one where places are open but there are still social distancing in play, and what can be expected out of that? Right. What I've heard originally was we can't make our, our, our business plan work now, over the last four or five weeks, I'm hearing from people in catering, hospitality, retail, uh, nonprofit arts saying we have to change our model. So instead of having uh, a catering for 100 people, we're only going to have it for 50. Instead of having every event at a museum, we're going to do some virtual touring. Instead of having uh, X number of people at a zoo, whether it's the Elmwood Zoo or the Philadelphia Zoo, they're looking at all different kinds of things to see how they can space the events out and how they can space the people out. So what I he- originally heard was, we're going to go out of business from a restaurant. Now I'm hearing I, we have no choice but to make it work. That's it for this episode of KYW In-Depth Coronavirus. For more stories about the coronavirus pandemic here in the Philadelphia area, or if you want to know how what you see or hear on the news is going to change your own life or your own routine, then subscribe to the KYW In-Depth podcast. Search for KYW In-Depth on the Radio.com app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. My name is Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon. 